Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease. It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical uh, show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner who keeps the alternative medicine wackos at bay. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. We also have uh, Daniel-san, Daniel Stout from statlabs.com. Is it statlabs.com or statlab.com? Statlabs. Okay, with an S. Hi. Plural. He has more than one lab. And he's a coder extraordinaire if you need... uh, Coding for your website or any kind of database stuff online, all that kind of crap, he can do it, and it's amazing. So he's really good. And also, a future coder, Cody Gilmer. Oi! He's a Cody, but he's going to be a coder. We hope so. Is a Cody the person that you code for, Daniel? I guess it would be. You're the coder, so they would be the Cody. I call that the uh, person with money. <laughs> there you go. Exactly right. <laughs> This is a show for people who never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you've got a question, you're embarrassed to take your regular medical provider. If you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347-POOHEAD. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so used to doing it by myself. <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Scott. You can do All this right. one. POOHEAD. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine, uh, at DRScottWM, at Stout Labs, right? That's correct. And uh, Cody, you're not on, but you can follow his band at, at Indie Ghost Band, and you should follow them. And also tell South by Southwest to effing have them this year. Have you heard anything? I'm talking to you. Oh, you're talking to me? Yeah. You're like looking at the computer. I mean, there's been a few things on there, not from them. No, yeah. not a thing from them yet. Yeah, nothing yet. Okay. Nothing yet. But you guys applied for South Dubai. You have to apply. Yeah, yeah, no, the, ap- the, a- the application is put in. I have seen some of your followers putting up stuff. Have you? And I appreciate that, guys, very okay, much cool. so. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. So, at SXSW, and tell them you want at Indie Ghost Band. That would be bad. Or you're not coming. That's what I'm going to say. Hell yeah, raise hell with them. Tell them that we could bring the Weird Medicine Show there, and we do a... Well, you know, we could do that. Show Actually, they have, like, classes and stuff. It's like Moogfest yeah. in the sense that you go and there are uh, little classrooms and seminars and stuff. We mm. could do a live podcast oh, from yeah. there. Totally. That'd be cool. I love me the some Moss, and I love keeping it weird. Medical, awesome. uh, hey, medical Texas. of <laughs> rock and roll. You're right on. Well, anyway, we're not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on the show without talking it over with your doctor, nurse, practitioner, physician, assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, or whatever. I swear my mic, though, sounds tinny to me. Does it sound tinny to you guys? No, it sounds fine. It does? Does no, that no, don't sound no. different than you? Well, I think it's just my your ear. voice sounds a little different, <clears throat> but not yeah. your mic. Okay, that's what I want to know. Thank you. You're welcome. Check out stuff.drsteve.com. That's stuff.drsteve.com for all your shopping needs. The holidays are coming. You want to go there. And you can click right through to Amazon if you want to, or you can scroll down and find all the interesting things that we've talked about on the show, including the sex device called something. I don't remember what it is. Dr. Dr. Sex Va- Dr. Vag or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> but it's down at the very bottom. I put it there just so kids <clears throat> wouldn't accidentally scroll into it. Dr. Sex. But go to stuff.drsteve.com. Uh, the best 
stocking stuffers or Hanukkah gifts or tweakedaudio.com earbuds. They're the best earbuds on the market for the price and the best customer service anywhere. How sick are you of buying earbuds like at some of these box stores? Then you get them home, you use them two or three times. Now they got a short in them. Uh, tweakedaudio.com, uh, they're such a higher quality. And if they bust, they'll fix them for you. As long as you didn't like use them as anal beads or something. <laughs> <laughs> Go to simplyherbals.net for Dr. Scott's website. You can it is right now is a great time to get uh, Simply Herbals nasal rinse. Do you have it back in stock, Dr. Scott? Not yet, but they said it's oh, coming. For, in. Come on, hey, I'm doing my best. Okay. You know how it is. I know it's not you. It's demand. them. I know. Well, okay. There's a lot of demand yeah. and no supply. I know. So, uh, but check him out at simplyherbals.net. He's got other stuff there too. Gvac's yeah. favorite thing was fatigue reprieve, and, and uh, Tasty's favorite thing was stress less. Do you sell that um, damn crazy allergy medicine well, allergy on there? Stuff? No, I should though. That stuff's wonderful. That's awesome. We burn through it. At I'll have to say, it's really good. We do. It's wonderful stuff. No side effects. Like a lot of the no, other nothing. I, I had uh, an N of one, yeah. but I've had excellent results with that. So. Except for that time that we thought it was a science infection, it was the flu. Oh, yeah. Then it wasn't so good. Yeah, it did not so good. <laughs> we'll be talking about that in a minute. Exactly. Um, we have a, a great guest coming up. Let me get through these plugs. Uh, Noom.drsteve.com. Danielson, you haven't seen me since I lost 40 pounds. I thought you looked and, smaller. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. remember Dr. Steve's rule, for every 35 pounds of weight loss, you gain one inch of penis length. And I can confirm that that's true because I've lost uh, down um, right at my ideal body weight. I've got a few more pounds to go. It's always the last ones are the hardest to shed, but I'm uh, really uh, enjoying my travels with Noom at noom.drsteve.com. You can get, uh, you can do this with me. Uh, you can get 20% off if you decide to do it, but you get two weeks free to decide whether you want to even mess with it. So go to noom.drsteve.com. And, you know, if a bunch of you Noomers will email me, we'll set up a uh, Facebook group and we can all just hang out and uh, talk about how fat we are or how fat we used to be. You can Noom together. Just for us, say, okay, Noomer? There you go. Shots fired. (laughs) Okay, Noomer. Noomers. That's hilarious. Noomers. Yes, we'll do that. We'll just call it OK Noomer. That's brilliant. Who knew Daniel had it in him? I like Daniel. Daniel's no, I like singing. Him. Daniel's a pretty good feller. He's short. He did our ETN comedy uh, website. It took him literally five minutes to do it. And then he's worked with me on my, the drsteve.com uh, website as well. But I've got some ideas for stuff that we want to do. And uh, Cody told me he wanted to code uh, because he's sick of having a day job being you know prepping the uh hors d'oeuvre the app line right i all of it i'm all inclusive in that damn restaurant I'm just, I'm <laughs> yeah, just don't name it. any names but you know no no, just no names working in a restaurant no is names. hard i'm just i'm just over it even if you're the executive chef from what i hear from executive chefs it kind of sucks so um it's um i've yeah, been doing no the fun. same job for eight years now uh, and, and I'm not getting paid what I'd want to get yeah. paid to do it, and I'm just done. Well, it's and you done. need to get paid being the guitarist for Indie Ghost, but we're working hard anyway. Yeah, it's the hardest working band in the world, except for Jackal. Jackal used to be. Are you familiar with them at all? Yeah, definitely. they're a Kingsport band. Are you shitting? Yeah, me? no, they're from here. Oh yeah, no totally. fucking yeah. way. Well, from no. a town not too far from where we are right now, but it's called Kingsport, and that's you know where we do our comedy events is in Kingsport, Tennessee. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Jackal is from there. I feel like I've heard that before, but I didn't log it. And they That's were the, ridiculous. Called the hardest working band in uh, rock because I think they would work like 360 days a year. They were on the on the road. That's pretty intense. It's crazy. But anyway, damn. So uh, you guys are second hardest working band in the world. <laughs> we try. Uh, if you're lazy like I am, and Dr. Scott can attest how lazy I am, um, mm. get Freshly. They're, um, they deliver fresh prepared meals that make eating right super easy. They're all gluten-free. You can say, I don't like pork, I don't like fish, I don't like meat, whatever you want to do. And they've got a meal for, or, or two for you. And you can use my link to get six dinners for $39 for two weeks. That's 20 bucks off each week. Give it a try and let me know what you think. It's Freshly. 
www.drsteve.com. We'll take you there. And then if you want archives of this show, you can get a thumb drive for 30 bucks. You can get access to our um, uh, Dropbox that has all the fo- folders on it for 20 bucks. Go to drsteve.com. Just find the link. It's on the front. Or you can go to premium.drsteve.com for buck ninety nine a month. You get um, all access to all of our shows. And if you use the offer code FLUID, you, it's half of that, so it's a buck a month for three months. You can just download everything and then just sign off if you want to. Anyway, okay, enough of the plugs. Uh, without further ado, whatever ado is, uh, we have the host of the new Love, Sex, and Relationship Advice talk show on Compound Media. I never heard of it. Uh, called, <laughs> called The Wet Spot. Uh, she's a regular on SiriusXM and the Gas Digital Network. She's seen on Wendy Williams. That I'd like to see. I want to talk to you about that. Uh, the Reels Network and New York Comedy Festival. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, Chrissy Mayer. She's delightful. Hello, guys. This is thrilling to be here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, had I known that this would be audio only, I wouldn't have worn a push-up bra. And you look delightful. And I, I'm the way I have the studio set up, I'm the only one that can see it. But thank you very much. It's, oh, uh, wow. Like a yes. private show. <laughs> it is very yeah, much. actually, the full name of my show is Chrissy Mayer's Wet Spot, which is very specific. That but, is uh, very specific. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought of the name, and then I was like, "No, I can't name it that. That's too gross." And my boyfriend was like, "No, that's actually perfect." So it is perfect. Uh, it's a gr- it. it's a great show, and it adds a bit of estrogen to um, an otherwise estrogen free kind of network. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you get to hang out with uh, the delightful Pat Dixon and uh, some some of the other uh, folks that are over there at Compound Media. So uh, no, that's cool. That's cool. I, uh, it's it's great. People should check it out. Uh, do you guys ever do free weeks anymore for people that aren't subscribers so that they can check it out? I know that one time they were doing that. Yeah, I know that they were too. I think I need to remind them to do it a bit more often. I was working on seeing if I could get like two week free passes to give out to people because. Yeah. Uh, I think just the occasional free episode on YouTube is not quite enough. So right. I'm going to remind uh, the, uh, the big daddies at Compound to, to get on that two-week pass. Yeah, yeah I think it, this is just a really, you know, it's the Wild West. and Nobody really has a real hand. Well, maybe Joe Rogan does. But uh, other than yeah. him, we're all still just trying to figure out how in the hell to make this thing work. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm on a horse right now. It really is. <laughs> but but you're a stand up, and uh, but you have a day job as well. Yes, um, and I don't really talk about it because it's like the okay. least interesting. But you know, I don't mind because I'm not one of these comics that's like okay to just eat ramen and be poor. So I'm like, right. you know, what? my my parents paid for me to go to college. Like, let me hang, you know, let me hang on to health insurance as long as I can. Absolutely, no, that's yeah. great, and we can we can talk about that stuff too. Um, you actually had a question for us. One of the reasons I wanted to have you on is because you and I got into a thing, and people thought we were getting. Heat. I was yeah. never. What is that? Sounds like Did, your doorbell. Is that your doorbell? I think it's doorbell. Okay. Um, I don't know what the hell that was. Unless you just said the magic word. <laughs> yes, it's Groucho, oh, and I said boy. the magic word. Um, uh, Did you but say heated? <laughs> people, people <laughs> thought you and I were in a heated discussion. I never took it that way. I thought it was really fun. Oh yeah. And uh, but we were talking about influenza vaccine, and then I said, "Well, you we need to get you on, and we'll, we we can even debate this if you want to." But uh, you asked me a very interesting question that you wanted to talk about, and I wondered if there was some basis for it. But go ahead, and tell tell us what that what that very interesting medical question is, and then we'll see yeah. if we can answer it. I mean, it. of course, there's basis for it. Like I could I could be really cool and be like, "Oh, hypothetically," but I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm asking this because it's happened to me. I've I've experienced it. It's like you know. I mean, that's why people ask questions because sure. it happens. To that's them. right. So, and I've noticed that this has happened with my boyfriend like a few times. Like we've been together like five boyfriend years. Boyfriend, click. Long... No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. What? Nothing. I was being an asshole. I said boyfriend, should click. I, should I have kept that? No, I'm, I'm just kidding. That? I'm Hypothetically, just kidding. let's say I've been, or I've been with people where this has happened. I was just being um, a dipshit. Go ahead. You know, we're like getting. You know, we're doing what adults do. Yep. foreplay getting into sex right and then he will get like such an intense headache and sometimes we have to like shut it down and go get a snack or something and i don't know 
what that's attributed to if it's like a tension headache or like a lifestyle thing or um yeah. You know, like, is it something, is it like a, is it, is it like a physical symptom of something else or is it like mind body connection? Like where you just can get yourself, uh, like basically bring it on yourself. It's the old classic yeah. sex headache. And it actually classic. is, is a real syndrome that, um, some unfortunate people have because, you know, they might not have a headache any other time except when they're doing the one thing that humans were really kind of created to do, which is, you know, engage in the act of procreation, right? We, we've all sort of forgotten that that's why it was invented, because it's so much fun. But uh, so it, that's a that's a real problem for people. And the headache is severe. Now, the first time. So for people who are out there, um, if, if this happens to you the first time and it's a thunderclap type headache, worst headache you've ever had real sharp and it can come with orgasm or can come during sexual activity it's not as often after but um uh, if if it's the first time and it comes on suddenly you really got to get it checked out because um that could be a sign of something else but now if you didn't do that like your boyfriend didn't and then it just keeps right and he didn't die and he try happens again and it happens over and over and over again this is the, the, as I said, the sort of classic sex headache. Um, they um, I, most of the time are nothing to worry about, but it makes, like you said, completing the transaction kind of difficult because uh, it, sometimes it can be so severe he has to stop. And that's. Yeah, I'm there waiting for my change, and the transaction is not going to get That's completed. right, right, right. Yeah, you're not getting. Well, he isn't getting his end either if, if it's happening before he orgasms. So if it happens during orgasm and you haven't finished yet, yeah, then yeah, it's like, oh, well, I've checked out and I, I'm going to go get a pizza. You just finish yeah. yourself off. But, See you next month. <laughs> yeah. So, right. <laughs> so, um, uh, like I said, usually they're not a cause for a concern. But if uh, it's something that is preventing him from enjoying his life, then he should go get checked out. And um, so what are the causes? Nobody really knows. It could be there could be serious things that could cause it, uh, like an abnormal connection between the arteries and the veins in the head. Uh, they w- they will probably, when they work him up, do an MRI or a CT Which scan. Head, though? Exactly. <laughs> Very good. I'm here. You get one of those. Give yourself a bill. Um, So, yeah, they will do a CT scan of his brain and just to to rule out something that could be serious. And once they've ruled that out, then it's really easy to uh, treat this for the most part. The people who are at risk for that tend to be males and people who had a history of migraines in the past. Did he ever, do you know if he has a history of uh, headaches in the remote past? No, I don't think so. I know that he has a history of like this very specific sex headache. And it happened to a friend of mine. He was a little bit older, like in his 50s. And he would just get them like really bad migraines, and it was but it was like just around sex, and he did get yeah. it checked out, and we were like nervous for a second, like oh, is it a tumor? But then sure, it's fine. yeah, most of the t- I, I I've seen when I was doing primary care before I started practicing my specialty, I saw quite a few people with this, and zero of those, that's a very small sample size, had anything serious. This is just one mm-hmm. of those damn things. It's like why would this happen? There's no real good reason for it. But it can be treated. So uh, if it happens occasionally, uh, they will recommend a medication called indomethacin, which is an anti It's a really potent anti-inflammatory agent. And you take it about an hour before sex, which wow. uh, we use it for gout, too, which is interesting. Damn. You know, well. You know, I get people saying, well, you know, how come you're giving me morphine for my breathing? And, you know, these are happen to most of them are hospice patients. But it's, you know, I'll explain it, that aspirin is good for ankle sprains, but it's also good for preventing heart attack and stroke, (laughs) right? So, and then did you say to them, like, you're all right, but I doubt that you'll get those headaches again if you take this. No, no, now you get one of those. (laughs) Hey. Yeah, it's 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 really hard to believe for the most part. Hey, I will tell you that damn endometriosis is tough on your stomach. It, now. it can be, and it can be moly. tough on your kidneys too. Yeah. So this that's why I'm saying for occasional of use. Of course, yeah. Uh, but you can take it uh, if you're 
you know, like me and you're having sex, you know, once every six months and you have <laughs> you have a headache every time you have it, you can take one an hour ahead of time. Because if you're like me and on that schedule, you've planned this ahead. It doesn't just not, nothing's happening spontaneously. Every you know. year before the harvest. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Hey, honey, take your gout pill. Hey, hey, hey! Don't be don't don't be talking about the gout now. That that shit. That, that now, Doctor Scott does Ooh, have the gout. Man, that shit's bad for you. Down here, they call it the gout. gout. Well, fire! That'll <laughs> that'll make you say a lot of dirty words. Hey, you know, you did mention though, possibly lifestyle stuff with 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 boyfriend. And those headaches, you know, make, which makes me wonder if he's a smoker, if he does have a little hypertension, you know. I mean, other than being smoking hot. Yeah, of course. Smoke. Of course he um, is. But he's also not, like, super duper active either, so. Okay. That, that, that makes, that makes four or five of us. Yeah, at least, yeah. So. if that were the case, we'd <laughs> yeah, all we'd be all having trouble. sex headaches. Yeah. So there are some, okay, so that's the occasional medication. You can take it an hour before, and that sometimes will help. Wait, uh, what's it called? It's called indomethacin. I'll send it to you. No. Oh, in the medicine. Got yeah. it. No, indomethacin is <laughs> also, it's, uh, uh, or its trade name is indocin. Uh, there is uh, another class of medications called beta blockers, which I've are heard of those. excellent for these. It blocks all the like, betas. Sort of the betas. less than great males from talking to you. Like, exactly. you take a beta blocker, you go out on a Saturday night. Right. And cool dudes talk to you exactly see that's your yeah. boyfriend would be the beta blocker that would stop <laughs> those guys from doing that but um by the way do you know jennifer hutt do you know jenny jennifer, hutt like pizza hutt's daughter no I yeah don't. No, <laughs> no okay well ask anthony um it, it would be better if you knew her but uh she lives right down the street from anthony she's on sirius xm and uh, I was at Anthony's house um, playing poker one night, and Jenny was there just because she and I had corresponded, but we'd never met. And so I was at Anthony. She came down, and uh, her husband came to pick her out or pick her up. This is the most gorgeous man that I have <laughs> ever seen in my life. And Anthony and I were both, you know, after he left, we looked at each other, and we said, oh, my God, that is the most beautiful man that we've ever seen. And so now, um, if, I call, <laughs> if I'm on Jenny's show, you know, I'm always like, oh, now, Jenny, how's that Keith doing, that gorgeous <laughs> husband of yours? And, and, it, and it, it just embarrasses her. But I'm not sure why I said that. Oh, because we were talking about but this is the perfect alpha male. This guy looks wow. like a Greek god. He is, you know, really something. And, you know, it's something when you get two very... It, you know, had nothing wrong with being any other way, but very heterosexual men going, "That's a gorgeous dude." Oh, yeah. Anyway, like a, like a Greek god, like he showed up with like a huge cube of feta or something. <laughs> yes. or, well, like, hey, eat this. Exactly right. I don't know. I I don't remember. I I was I was the thunderstruck thing just made me just remember what I what. and I look yeah. him up. It's Keith Hutt H U T T. Google image him right now and tell me I'm lying. So anyway, oh, not you, but you know people are listening. Anyway, yeah, for something for your spank bank. Yeah. So right. Um, so propanolol is the premier beta blocker for this kind of situation, but. What's the problem with propranolol, Doctor Scott? Can lower your blood pressure. That's one thing. You not have great erections. It lowers the blood pressure to the one organ that needs high blood pressure, which is the penis. Exactly right. So why don't they just call it a boner blocker? It it, it, we we did call them that. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, when they first came out, because uh, we were putting everybody on them, and then they came in saying that they couldn't have intercourse. Matter of fact, I got a free trip. To um, an island in the Caribbean, I got to be careful because of HIPAA. Uh, because I had a, uh, let's just say, I heard about a patient that came, and um, his physician in the uh, this Caribbean island had put him on a beta blocker, and his main complaint was that he couldn't have intercourse with his wife, and he was a casino manager. Well, shit, now I've said too much. This Blink was twice if it was Jeffrey Epstein's island. <laughs> this was forty years ago, but anyway, uh, but yeah, I got a free trip out of it by by taking this person off the beta blocker and putting them on something else. But cool. um, they, uh, so that's one of the problems, but they do have cardioselective beta blockers that have less effect on 
uh, sexual activity now. So that may be the answer for your boyfriend, because I'm assuming that you guys are at least attempting to have regular intercourse. It's not just infrequent. So... I mean, I mean, we're both pretty busy. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But you're young and you guys should be having intercourse frequently. And uh, that might be the answer for him. So if you want to give him uh, my information, I can at least send him some info that he could take to his uh, primary care. If he doesn't have a primary okay. care, I can hook him up. Okay. All right. That sounds good. All right. I good. imagine you just, I imagine like you have cabinets in the office there that are just full of pills. Uh, uh, he's that, got he's got cabinets full of all kinds of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. Uh, we have samples. We have drug representatives that come through and uh, leave us uh, samples of medications and stuff that we can then give out to people. the The problem with that is it tends to be branded stuff, and that's the most mm-hmm. expensive. Nobody is sampling right. the generic stuff, but uh, sometimes. If we've got a generic analog, we can give people the branded stuff, or sometimes their insurance will pay for it, and hell, we'll just, you know. But yes, so we do. We have a cabinet. It's the sample closet. It's actually not just a cabinet. It's a whole walk-in closet full of pills. Wow. Nothing interesting, though. Now, the last interesting thing that they ever um, uh, uh, sampled us was intranasal Stadol. So when intranasal Stadol came out, uh, it was not scheduled. It was not a scheduled drug. It was a pain reliever, but it wasn't scheduled. It was quote unquote non addictive. Well, Stadol is a uh, uh, a mu receptor agonist antagonist. So I'll explain what that is. Mu. Yeah, mu. It is. Uh, it is um, a, a drug it's for cats. <laughs> that is for cats. It would work for cats. Oh yeah. That will stimulate the uh, opioid receptor in the brain and actually cause um, um, you know pain relief, analgesia. Don't you know? And uh, can also, if, in, if you're overdose on it, can stop you from breathing and all those things. But uh, they would bring in cases of it and leave it around, and people started stealing it. Mm-hmm. And then they finally had to schedule it because they realized it was addictive as any other mu opioid receptor agonist. Mm-hmm. So, um, but in the presence of, say, morphine or Percocet, it'll actually uh, cause um, precipitate withdrawal. So it's mm-hmm. an interesting drug. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. So we do have that. You want to talk about influenza vaccine? Did you ever get your flu vaccine? I mean, it, it's okay. I, kind of, I have very mixed feelings about it because I've I've listened to a lot of Instagram videos that uh, that say that it's it's like kind of bad for you and that the government is trying to <laughs> lower everybody's immune system because when like you know oh the, you so they're doing it on purpose. The, right when you got. Like, let's say, for example, when you guys were in high school, there was no mandatory flu shot. Right. Uh, and, the, and that over the, I guess, the aughts, that it's become required for more and more people to get yes. the influenza vaccine. Right. Like, at first it started out with just infants and the elderly and people that are immunocompromised, which I totally understand. But then over time, like, every couple of years, it'd be like, all right, well, now now it's healthy children should get it well now everybody should get it well now pregnant women should get it and there's been yeah. no like conclusive tests on the effects of pregnant women getting the flu vaccine that mm. i've seen okay um let's let's do a pubmed search on the uh, influenza looks like i'm wrong no 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 no, no. um Dr. Scott's going to look up on PubMed.gov. It's PubMed.gov now, which is the National Library of Science. It's a repository of all the uh, peer-reviewed medical uh, literature. And that's one I didn't look up was pregnancy. I've got some other stuff, but I didn't look up pregnancy. You mean big flu? I've also heard that there is... (laughs) Big flu. Big flu. That there are He's on meds, too. That there's, like, aluminum and there are chemicals in these flu vaccines that, like, over time can fuck with your brain and cause, uh, like, dementia. The, okay, so the, that's a great question. So the original uh, concern about metals in, in, in vaccines was mercury. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, let's see, is there, I don't think there's any mercury in influenza vaccine anymore, if there ever was any. They used it as a um, preservative, it was th- a thimerosal. And, uh, okay, thimerosal, ethyl mercury-based preservative used in vials that contain more than one dose of vaccine to prevent germs, bacteria, or fungi from contaminating the vaccine. And then at one time, it was uh, people had the concern that the thimerosal 
in these vaccines that were given these kids. Because, look, my kid was traumatized by his vaccine schedule because I remember them holding him down and three nurses coming at him with needles from all sides and just sticking them in his thigh. And he's still, um, he's, you know, he has um, needle phobia to this day. That would do it. Wow. Yeah. And, um, but people were worried that they were getting this cumulative dose of thimerosal and, um, and what postulated that that was one of the contributing factors for kids getting autism. And that has been pretty thoroughly debunked, but, um, a lot of vaccines now you can get that are thimerosal-free. Now, I'm looking here. Uh, flu vaccines and multi-dose vials contain thimerosal to safeguard against contamination of the vial. Most single-dose vials and pre-filled syringes of flu shot and nasal spray flu vaccine do not contain any preservative because they're intended to be used once. So if your uh, primary care is using single-dose vials, there's no uh, metals or preservatives in that whatsoever. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's good. But gonna, if there are, are they? I think they're not going to tell us. Like, I feel like the government keeps so much from us. Well, but it's the manufacturer. It's, okay, the the um, also a great question. The vaccines are sold by private companies, and um, and they they're some, in it to make money. They sometimes yeah, they're in it to make money, but they are under rules and regulations that require them to declare every single thing that goes in these things. And so all your drugs, even the binders, they have to declare what that mm-hmm. is. Doctor Scott mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't even under FDA regs when right. he came out with his uh, herbal supplement called Stress Less. Mm-hmm. Or fatigue reprieve, yep, which you can get at simplyherbals.net. Mm-hmm. And um, but you had to go through all kinds of bullshit. Everything for that, you had right? to have. It wasn't have, bullshit, by no, the way. Yeah, no, not, no, but I know what you mean. There. But even even not being a pharmaceutical grade medication, and technically just a supplement, um, we had to have them tested, and all of the ingredients had to. We had a full spectrum analysis, and they have to have like a data safety sheet for these things, and yeah. <clears throat> and even like you said, down to the binders. Um, they have every, yeah, if you're using if you, clay if, if or you don't starch have, or whatever. If there's something in there that you didn't put in their list, they will bust your ass if yeah. they catch you. And they you know, it's like that. it's like those guys that were making the red yeast rice and putting statin drugs in there, right? And then saying, "Oh gosh, we're lowering everybody's cholesterol by using these supplements." Uh, of course, red yeast uh, rice has on a, its own. It's a statin on its own has statin, right. you know, lovastatin or whatever in it. So, yeah, but these some geniuses yeah. were doing it. Well, some of these cock pills too, Chrissy. Uh-huh. They'll uh, they've pulled them off the market, and uh, the FDA will just yank some off the shelves. Mm-hmm. And when they do a spectrum analysis or a GC mass spec on them, they'll find that they've actually got Viagra in them. Right. So these guys are doping their herbal supplements with Viagra just so that people go, yeah, this stuff really does work. Yeah. Where do we get those again? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Those I can just send you samples if you need some of those. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Okay. Um, 
I think it was funny that you kept saying yanking and pulling when it came to all these boner pills. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, yanking them off of They're the. Yanking show. them off. <laughs> I'm sure there was. time of year for you, Steve. Yes, it is. It's the six months almost here. Shit. Hey. All right. <laughs> Honey, get ready. All right. Anyway. <laughs> um, what do you say to people who say, what is the point of getting a flu shot? It's only like 30 something percent effective. Like nobody knows for sure what strain is going to be the most popular. That's it's a crapshoot. So awesome because it's absolutely. All of these questions have some truth in them. And they're not even that one isn't even wrong. Sometimes it's as low as 6% effectiveness. So you have to understand how they make this thing. So right now we're still chasing mutations of the influenza virus. So the influenza virus hits the southern hemisphere during our summer and then it comes up here during... You okay? Uh-oh. She's gone. Wow. I think her boss came in and just fired I think so. I saw... Um, I hope not. Well, that's weird. Well, it's more fun talking to her than you guys, so I'm calling her back. Oh, there she is. There you are. I'm back. Hello. uh, My video was making noise. I was trying to research, and then my video went on. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, where you went to a website and a commercial started running? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, So um, where I was was the flu virus circles around the the southern hemisphere during our summer and then kind of works its way up to the northern hemisphere. And so you've got researchers that go to the southern hemisphere and try to collect all these different flu strains and try to figure out, just knowing historically how it changes over time, they try to predict what flu strains we're going to have during our winter, during our flu season. And sometimes they're really successful. It can be as high as 60% effectiveness. Now, we've got to define what effective means. Uh, When they say 60% effective, they're saying that you can reduce the number of people that would get it in a defined population of people by 60%. Now, but there's getting the influenza. Well, who cares? You know, if you get the influenza, you're sick for a couple of days. Who, who gives a shit, really? What you really yeah. want to be interested in is, does it prevent hospitalizations and does it prevent death? Mm. Because influenza is a son of a bitch. In 1918, which admittedly a long time ago, before we had ventilators and flu treatments and flu vaccines, there was... When you a, were born, Steve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I barely remember this, but um, you know, my, my dad was alive for during this. He was two. Um, there was an influenza vaccine. It was a pandemic, meaning that it hit the whole world at once, and uh, it affected only 10% of the population. So that means 90% of people didn't get it. But we still remember this one because it killed 10% of the people that got it. So you're talking 10% of 10% is 1%. This virus killed 1% of the Earth's population. How do how do y'all track this stuff? Well, they... Yeah. Like... Oh, epidemiology, that's pretty easy to do. Uh, it, even back then, they were keeping records. This person has influenza because it's a defined syndrome you know they they couldn't test for the virus back then but they knew what it was and yeah there were probably a few people that just had regular old um you know pneumonia that got caught up in that or people that got influenza and then got post-influenza pneumonia they're including all of those people into that number but still uh so yeah and then you just collected how many did you have how many did you have and you collect that data and then you can um you can you, you you may not even have to extrapolate it. But uh, so 1%, so 1% of the world's population. So right now the world is, how, how, what's the population of the world right now? Let's ask Echo. Echo, what's the population of the world right now? 7 billion. That's what I was thinking. Well, she's worthless. Echo, is the light going on? This yeah. is very professional. Did you say play Kanye <laughs> West? <laughs> <laughs> right. Echo, what's the population of the world? Echo, do I look pretty to the US today? Census Bureau. The world oh. population today is approximately 7.61 billion. Okay, so se- 7.61 billion. So what's 1% of that? Echo, what's 1% of 7.61 billion? So really, when someone says you're one in a million, billion that's not even a 76.1 million. Damn. So, so 76 million. million sorry, yeah. Chrissy. Uh, she, uh, Echo was telling us 76.1 million people would die if 1% of the world's population were killed. So, yeah, 7 billion people didn't die. 
you think with medical technology today, that would be a little different? You think it would be less? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you do. And Cody uh, Gilmer's here, by the way. I snuck in here. Yeah, he snuck in. Uh, Chrissy, just... you don't know him, but he's a guitarist for the band Indie Ghost, who you will know. Mm-hmm. Howdy, howdy. Um, he's Hi. a he's a rock star, and he is the, mm-hmm. his band is the most dynamic live band I've ever seen, and so we're lucky enough to have them in the area. And he's just kind of glommed onto our show because I pay him a couple. Has of he hurt his? Coming. That's not yet? the only reason. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Has he heard his intro yet? No. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. Oh, well, hang on, Cody. I was We're, kind of excited on, when I Chrissy. came in. I Sorry, thought it Chrissy. was going to happen. You don't, this, this, you don't love this. Well, oh, because Cody, every time he came in, you know, it was like, well, what's wrong with you this week? And he would be like, well, this week, like he was actually doing a bit. and uh, It's still going. Oh, damn it. I can't find it. It's very professional. This is our, this is our uh, Thanksgiving show, so it really doesn't matter if we just fuck off. Ooh. People have. They're loaded up on turkey and tequila. They're listening to this after they're digesting. They're passed right. out right. from turkey. Right. Well, that's All that trip to fam. I like. Oh, here it is. Here it okay, is. Here it is. I think this is we, this. This is because we love him so much. With the deviated septal heart, had my first hemorrhoid before I could fart. Oh, I fucking love it. <laughs> had every ailment from herpes to VD. My prostate exam made me have to be Cody, Cody Gilmore, the king of the hypochondriacs. There you go. Oh, well, that's that's. You guys so are too sweet. I don't know who, if you can who hear who that, that one. Scott actually wrote that. I You're quite produced it. Thank you, Councilor. Played bass and uh, played organ. <laughs> organ is. Anyway. I dig All it. Right. So that's our. He's our resident hypochondriac. Yes. He's still there. Is he getting flu flu shots or no? Yeah, hell no. Get, hell no. Yeah, that's... there's formaldehyde in them. There's a little. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. I just never have yes. time. Never gotten it, and I still don't today. We had a listener. You're a real man. We. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, love connection has been made. Up. We had a listener. <laughs> shots fired. And he was he was the same way that you are. That's like that's just BS. It's only young people and old people, and I'm neither one of those things. And he didn't get it. His whole family on the way move after they left here. Mm-hmm. He they were moving to um, uh, Oregon or. Vegas was it Vegas? I thought they were moving to the Maybe, Pacific yeah. Northwest, but anyway, on the way there, they all got influenza, and he almost died. He was on the ventilator for a couple of days, and he oh, is. Whenever I have somebody that tells me, "Oh, fl- influenza vaccine's stupid," you know, I just say, "Well, okay, talk to this guy," and I tag him, and then he jumps in, and um, uh, you know, I don't have to say anything else. <laughs> and I it, almost died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very anecdotal, no you question. Started about it, to but... curb my appetite on it, but fortunately, I just never have time to even think about an influence. Of I'll give it to you here, dude. Ooh, yeah, okay. we'll do it as a bit on the show, just to you know, it's, it'd be a stupid bit, but right, I'll do it just eagles. to get you to do it. Um, there, look, there, there's no. So I'm going to anticipate your next question, Chrissy. <laughs> is that you know people die from getting the vaccine, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. So that's also true. Uh, no, Wait, no vaccine is perfectly safe. There will, there can be adverse effects and sometimes catastrophic adverse effects. The main one that we see with influenza vaccine is a thing called Guillain-Barre syndrome, and it's also called ascending neuritis. And Scott, I need you to look up the incidence of Guillain-Barre syndrome. Okay, okay. Uh, that sounds terrible. So what it is is uh, it's uh, the the nerves starting in the in the motor nerves starting in the legs start shutting down and then they ascend and it can get up to the knee and then go back down. So you just got a droopy foot, or it can get up to the hip and you can't walk. And then it goes yeah. back down, or it can go all the way up to the respiratory muscles, and then you're on a damn ventilator. And some of those people will not make it. Now, but at least you don't have the flu. <laughs> right, but at least you don't have the flu. Get yourself a bill. <laughs> now, um, there, <laughs> there is this risk of that. There's also a risk, though, of Guillain-Barre syndrome from getting the influenza. I first heard about Guillain-Barre not because of the flu vaccine but because people were getting uh swine flu 
back in the 70s. And then they were getting Guillain-Barre afterwards. So there's a particular strain of, of influenza that uh, is at risk, uh, that puts you at a higher risk. So you can get it from the flu, too. So it's, it's the immune system's reaction to the uh, influenza proteins that causes this to happen. There's also Guillain-Barre Ramsey, which was a child beauty queen who was killed at the age of six. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we all heard it. Guillaume <laughs> oh, really? oh. Ramsey. Why? That's it's beautiful. Guillaume Ramsey, beautiful girl. <laughs> yes, she was very much so. I don't think she and got that, the it was flu a tragedy. Shot. Yeah. But um, she didn't get the flu shot. Um. So yeah, so that's there's a risk of that. Now, so what's the incidence of Guillaume Barre, Doctor Scott? It says each year between 3,000 and 6,000 people might develop Guillain-Barre. 3,000. Okay, yeah. so how, what's the incidence of uh, death from influenza in unvaccinated people? No, you didn't ask me to look that up. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I can tell you. I can tell, hey, you. Hey, been, hey, been, uh, I can tell you what it is. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Uh, um, okay, 109,000 influenza-associated hospitalizations, 8,000 influenza-associated deaths were prevented by the vaccine. So wait a minute. Um, okay. Between 291,000 and 646,000 people worldwide die from seasonal influenza respiratory illness. So we're talking about a huge risk benefit um, difference. So if 3,000 people get it, so what's your odds if, say, 150 million people get vaccinated? Let's ask uh, Echo. Echo, what's 150 million divided by 3,000? I feel like you've bugged Echo. <laughs> 150 million divided by 3,000 is 50,000. So your odds are 50,000 to one. What if I just lived in a bubble? You can do that. If you right, live... but like, let's say you've got a lot of other problems and you then you get the flu. You can't really attribute that person's death you. to the flu directly because there's a lot of other factors That's there. Right. And it's like, so, I feel like people just use that that statistic to be in favor well you gotta get the flu shot or else see all these people who died it's like mm, yeah and you and you can separate that out to uh you know how many of those people had emphysema for example it's bad if you've got emphysema and you get influenza um you're much more likely to have respiratory failure from that because you already have partial respiratory failure right that's the whole thing so number one don't smoke uh, if you're not going to get your flu shot, by God, don't smoke. But if you um, are, uh, if you do have emphysema, all the more reason to get your influenza vaccine because it may, even if it doesn't prevent you from getting the illness, it may prevent you from being hospitalized for it. So, in other words, if you get it, you'll still have a more mild uh, illness. I was, so I'm 64 now. I got it when I was, I think, 58. And uh, I had had my flu shot that year. And in, not only that, I had uh, been exposed to my kids, got the uh, flu mist, which is a live virus. And that gets spread all over the community. And it's actually a vaccine. That is kind of a conspiracy. You give it to these kids and then they turn around and give it to yep. everybody mm-hmm. because yep. it's, it's an actual kids. <laughs> damn kids. It's a live virus for real. And uh, so I got that. So I got a double dose of influenza vaccine and I still got it. But I was sick for a day. They made me stay out of work for seven days, so I had six-day vacation. You complained for more than a day, though. I remember that. Did I? Oh, well, maybe I was sick for two days. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't very long. No, no, no. no. I woke up with 105 temperature, though, and I'm like, yeah, you were oh, sick fuck, that one I am going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any way that because you got two... That of, that caused it. That that's what actually caused it. You think, overdid it. No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. so that would okay. fall into Chrissy's thing that were there. You know that they reduced my immune system. Yeah. Yeah. Big flu. <laughs> yeah, big flu big did flu. it. Flu. Well, you got to remember too. There's Fast. so many different variations of that flu too. You know, you might have just picked up one that you had not been vaccinated for. You know. Yeah. Hey, but I will tell oh, you no, this. Of course. Yeah. I'm just very distracted because Chrissy is uh, braiding her hair. Is and she it's very attractive? Oh yeah. Hey, so the CDC says, and this is a recent article from the <laughs> CDC, there, you have greater odds of getting Guillain-Barre following having a, the flu than you do if you get a vaccine. There you go. Okay. This goes back to that flying, the swine flu thing you were talking about earlier. Sure. You know, the interesting thing, um, this is totally off topic, but it impacts me because I was in that group. People who were old enough to have been exposed to fl- swine flu during Jimmy Carter's 
presidency mm-hmm. were actually uh, immune for, or had protection against that last swine flu epidemic that went through. So it was weird. Usually the older folks are at more at risk, but the, the mm-hmm. older you were, actually, the more likely you were to be protected. And it was more, as usual, infants and the you know millennials that were at, uh, at highest risk of getting the swine flu. So there are yeah. some benefits of being an old fuck. I don't, that's one yeah. of them. Not very many, but anyway. Any other issues regarding influenza vaccine? I know I haven't convinced you of anything, but that's okay. It's good to have this conversation, though. Yeah. Um, here we go. So they studied 3,100 patients and among hospitalized influenza positives. So these were people that came in with influenza that uh, uh, were hospitalized because of it. And uh, if they had been vaccinated, though, they still got it and they still got admission or admitted but they had a 60% reduction in the odds of ending up in the ICU. Those are people that, you know, are getting the tube put down their throat and put on life support. I mean, if you have influenza, that's you know, really the only way you're going to end up in the ICU is if you're sick as F and they have to intubate you, you know, uh, breathe for you on a, a ventilator. So that to me, and they had, if they did end up in the ICU, uh, they had a shorter ICU length of stay. So still, even though you get it and you've been vaccinated and you got it anyway, you're going to have milder illness mo- more likely than not. So I just don't um, I, I don't want you to end up in the hospital. I like you. Well, I have I'm great a fan. genes, so I'm fine. Thanks. No, I, I, had, <laughs> I had to get a flu shot last year because my sister-in-law... Man, made it mandatory because I had like a little baby niece and I didn't, you know, she oh. asked me to get it and I was like, alright, fine, I'll get it. But Okay, know. good for you. Well, I'm going to give you a little round of applause for that. So now that you've kind of broken the ice, but you didn't get one this year, well, that's fine. I, you know, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I don't know. I just feel like it doesn't, it's not worth it. I'm really worried about like uh, accumulating aluminum, like yeah, unnecessarily. I'm, I'm okay. So let's let's do that one because. So do you use deodorant? Nope, I use uh, hippie deodorant. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, Uh-oh. oh. Hey, I I sampled a lot of different brands. Okay, I found one that actually. Okay, works. tell us because we've called, had this question. I, I think it's called La Vanilla. Yeah, La Vanilla. L A V. So you, it's it's vanilla smelling stuff. So it just smells like vanilla. Flavored Sweet. BO. Yeah. Uh, I don't no, wear deodorant at all. You shower every day. Yeah. Uh, and you, you're not going to smell. I mean, for me, it works, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm somebody. I'm eating like a ton of meat anyway, so my sweat isn't like nasty. And uh, we. So there's a bacterium that lives on the skin called Micrococcus luteus, and that was. I talked about. Oh, it. I think I dated that guy. <laughs> My old, old Micrococcus. Yeah. Um, I did a thing on Howard Stern show about it uh, when they did. Um, I, I helped them sample all the the staffers to see who had uh, disgusting bacteria. And I don't know if you know Richard Christie, but just for people who didn't hear it, Richard had more fecal bacteria on his hands than he did on his ass crack, which was kind of a funny result. <laughs> How do you yeah. manage that one? I, well. When you do these samples, they're not perfect. You can't see where everything is, so they may have just not... They might have hit a particularly clean part of his ass crack (laughs) or a particularly hard... You know, it just... And there's a little bit of luck involved in... um, Sorry. In washing your hands. In, um, you know, when you sample these things. (coughs) Can I have a sip of that? Yeah, get you you a pool. (laughs) Swaller. You guys talk. I I I actually have a weird question about all that, talking about BO and showering and things of that nature. I I, I, honestly, I I don't wear deodorant. um, Yeah. Listen, we're well aware. Oh, really? No, for real, yeah. Yeah, For real? Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, you stink. People never tell me that. I wish more people would. Maybe I would get around They're not your friends. I'm your real friend. You're my real friend? I'm around enough assholes. I feel like someone would tell me. Uh, anywho, <coughs> I will say today is a little exceptional running over here. But Sorry, I found I the, the less I button. shower, the less I stink. 
not. You're definitely not Indian. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Everybody. No, they, they, it's, 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 I don't know if there's any relevancy to this. That's why I'm asking. But the more I, if I shower, and I'm not talking about not showering at all. Obviously, you have to shower. But I'm saying, like, if I shower, like, every day. Yeah. I tend to sweat and stink more. That's interesting. Because your body is developing a protective layer of. of like that's how I feel about it. I might, I'm of, of oil. From, She's right. I might yeah, yeah that's, when I, that's, that's how I feel about it. She's actually right. I think you may be right on that. And plus, you know what it also does is it protects you from bacteria um, getting into your skin and getting you sick. So you actually, you're actually kind of getting a protective layer. It's like a force system. Field. It's a force field. There's no question that we are overly clean. Yes. And uh, we live with certain colonies of bacteria, and when we wash them off every day, they, you know, they're like, "Oh fuck, we got to start all over again." Yeah, yeah and plus so there is something to that. Yeah, and your skin being your your largest mm-hmm. organ and a protective mechanism, it keeps a lot of that bacteria. If you don't keep washing out those protective oils, then it then um, <clears throat> you you you've taken away part of your body's defense system. Those protective oils. So maybe your uh, your armpits are so matted from the oils. <laughs> There's no oil. Yeah, they're mad at you. There you go. Or he doesn't have a big colony of micrococcus. Yeah. He doesn't you, have a lot. He's got a macrococcus. You have to have the... <laughs> the a great personality. Right. <laughs> Makes his own clothes. You have to... So have a nice car. Have those right colonies of bacteria right. <laughs> to um, break down those oils to create the smell. Right. So... I'm, I know you're perfectly clean and have no gross bacteria on you, so that may be part of it. Um, there's another one called Lumi that works really well, from what I hear. Now, none oh, yeah, of these none of these are antiperspirants, though. And my problem is, I don't want to walk around. And you may not sweat a lot, but you know, I uh, of course I wear black scrubs now at work. But before, when I would wear my regular Brooks Brothers shirts, you know, if I put my arms above my head, and you got a big Pit stain. It's just disgusting. I'm that way. Right. Always have. Are you? I used to got. I used to be made fun of for that. Yeah. Pit. They called you pit stain. It was bad. Here here comes pit stain. The good news is, is uh, now I wear all black shirts, so never a problem. Right. Okay. Well, so I've had patients that come to me saying, you know, people at work are complaining I smell bad, and they'll put cologne on, and it's like all you're doing is making bo flavored cologne. It's worse. Mm. And uh, so you, you know. Really, an antiperspirant is the key uh, to preventing that. But the problem with that is, I'm not kidding. The problem with antiperspirants is, as Chrissy brought up, is that you know they're laden with aluminum, and there is some question whether there's some uh, any absorption of that. I've not seen any compelling data that says using aluminum. Uh, deodorants uh, causes dementia or really? anything like that. I haven't Putting seen... it on your skin every day, your largest <sighs> organ, that's, that's going to have zero absorption. I'm, I'm with you. I see. But I, the only thing I can go by is the data. And also, even if the data showed that there was a 1% increase in risk in dementia, I would still use it because I don't want to stink. And I hate that feeling of sweat under my pits. It's just disgusting to me. But that's because I've become accustomed to not having that feeling. Any perspirant never, uh, honestly, it made it worse. The only thing that makes me actually like, and I'm sorry that I smell today, but the thing that they get. Sorry, <laughs> you don't guys, smell you today. Don't I don't smell, smell you today. Oh, you gotcha. Smell. You do. Anywho, um, the, the, it, it mostly is stress yeah. and sex. Yeah. Those are the two things. Like, if I fuck, I like. Well, I thought me, you said stress I, and insects. No, I said in, in, in sex. I thought you okay. said incest. <laughs> Thank God, no, I did not say that. Um, but I, I, like I said, I don't know if there's any relevancy to that, but if I'm not stressed out, which I have been very stressed out today, usually it's. Yeah, we are from Tennessee, so I understand why you assume that he said incest. <laughs> you sure got you a party mail. Me out, bang my sister. <laughs> but uh, I, I've, I've found, like, if as long as those two elements aren't involved, like, for. I don't really need to shower all the time, and I don't yeah. really need to wear deodorant, and it's not—it's oh, not bothering people to the yeah. point. Yeah, just keep yeah. to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we haven't had to kick you out of the studio or anything. I am still here. Hey, Chrissy, we're actually running out of time. We need to get your plugs in. So, oh, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just please follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Chrissy Mayer, C H R I S S I E M A Y R. Check out my show, The Wet Spot, on Compound Media. It's every Monday night at eight o'clock, and uh, you know we'll put up clips on social media, and you know sometimes we'll put a whole episode up on YouTube. 
Also, we're doing a live show, Comedians of the Compound, at the White Plains Comedy Club, oh. December 13th. Come to that. Uh, and I'm also doing a live version of the Wet Spot podcast from The Stand on Wednesday. I think that's December 18th. And tickets are available for that now. And I'm going to announce the lineup pretty soon. Are they going to live stream that or anything? I'd like to see that. You know, I might just put it on my Patreon or I might mm. just tape it and then put it on compound media <laughs> later, like if I'm on vacation or something. But uh, Oh, you have Patreon? If, I'm in. Oh, yeah. What is oh, it? Yeah. Patreon.com slash what? If, if you're interested, Patreon.com slash Chrissy Mayer for duty, dirty semi-nudes of me. Oh, sh- on, really? On vacation. Get the yep. hell out of here. Oh, yeah. There's different what? tiers and everything. Oh, okay. I'm going for the mega tier, whatever it is. So, no, yeah, hey. something for the six-month celebration. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Well, we appreciate uh, Chrissy being here. Uh, yeah, her call just dropped. So, um, Cody, you got anything for us? Being the uh, resident hypochondriac, you got anything today? Oh, I didn't. Um, I got a cat with one eye now. <laughs> okay. It doesn't have to do with me, but I'm yeah. getting ready to take him to the vet. Yeah, I had a cat that lost its eye. He seems pretty. He seems pretty chill. We found him on the top of Roan Mountain. Really oh, cool. Really crazy enough. Yeah, he ran across the road, and this is away from the houses at the bottom of the mountain. And I was like, he shouldn't be up here. And as we're trying to find this cat, I swear there is a bobcat or something way bigger stalking him. Oh, but no. we loaded him up, and he came home. And you don't think it was the bobcat's kid, do you? Uh, he might be. God, That'd what be if wild. You had a little bobcat. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's definitely, he's definitely a house Just cat. A like, you know that shit's black and white. Before, you know what that oh, is. Black sure. and white, yeah. short hair house cat. But he is the Calico. sweetest little, little guy. Oh, I, yeah. I, I don't think he's completely wild. I honestly think someone dropped him off, which is very up sad. there. Or do you I, think I he just climbed it? I, maybe, maybe he's oh. from down. At the, I don't know. But if anyone up on Red Mountain is missing a one-eyed black house cat. Tough shit. He's yeah, close he's, enough. He's he shouldn't now. be. He shouldn't be up there in the first place. <laughs> well, have you named him yet, uh, Mr. Pickles? Oh, cool, Mr. Pickles. <laughs> have you not seen that? Have you not seen that show? I oh, know what. Well, who's Mr. Pickles? I don't know who that well, is. Well, Mr. Pickles is. I mean, he's a. Uh, this like, what's the way to describe it? It's an Adult Swim show. Just oh, look it up. Okay. <laughs> it's about a dog though, but the colors are the same. Runners up named wise were Odin, and what was the other one? I don't know. We almost, him, we almost called him. We almost called him Bub, but Bubs for short. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and that would go fit with uh, the theme of your most recent album, Satan's Texas Texas Vacation. Vacation, exactly. So, according yeah. to Steve, has nothing to do with Satan or Texas or a vacation. But he no. didn't read the lyrics. <laughs> I guess I didn't. Well. Subtle cues. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, check out their uh, their uh, uh, album on Spotify. Can you buy it anywhere? Really, you guys yeah, are you more can... of a live band, but... See, that's another reason I want to get into coding and also create a website, because we should have a better merch present. But, you, yeah. I mean, you can buy our stuff. Just hit us up. Um, and on Facebook. Yeah, okay. it is up through Facebook. We have people order stuff. No, through Bandcamp. I'm so sorry. We do have a Bandcamp with a merch store. Oh, you do? Us. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Okay. Well, I need to tweet that out yep. so people can get to it. Hit us up on Bandcamp. Just look, uh, I guess just um, search Indie Ghost Bandcamp, right? I'll find out. I don't know. Jesus, you are... He's worse than me. Not a good marketer. No, right. I'm not. I'm too damn Hopefully busy. Hopefully he'll be a better coder than a, than a marketer. We're going to find out. All right. Um, well, it's Thanksgiving, so we're going to get out of here with a Thanksgiving-themed song, right, Dr. Scott? Tell us what, right. the, what today's theme, Thanksgiving-themed song is. This is I Know You Rider by the Grateful Dead. So for all of us traveling through the, <laughs> there you go. the, the roads for Thanksgiving, this is it. <clears throat> Hope everybody has a great holiday weekend. Yeah, and don't forget, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, and we'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine.
Hello.